Welcome to Fresh Creatives, where we build stories from your ideas. Welcome to Fresh Creatives, a podcast where we turn your story ideas into full-fledged narrative pitches. My name is Marvin Yud. Joining me are my co-hosts, Kristen and Porter Young. Merry Christmas. Yeah, we're we're <laughs> recording right after our last one. This is going to be our quickest turnaround yet, but we figured it's our first holiday as a podcasting crew. And uh, we wanted to take advantage and do some Christmas stories. Chris's favorite. If you listen to our last episode, I know you didn't sound very excited about Christmas. <laughs> I am excited now with these uh, these little story prompts coming up. Makes Are you excited after excited. we went to the Grove last night and it's just blooming with Christmas there? Oh, so much Christmas at the Grove. I love it. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Was kind of cool. The lights were really cool. I I was telling Porter that I worked one season as a Christmas light installer oh i thought you were about to say elf <laughs> so that's, i don't know if that's that better or not amazing. it's a better that's a better like that would have been more interesting tallest elf <laughs> <laughs> um for it, those of you who can't see chris is like six feet tall right six one uh with my hair gelled up about six feet uh, <laughs> that's what parents want to see giant asian elf <laughs> that is a really funny image and who, it who could delivers? possibly be a we story make a movie prompt out of that. <laughs> yeah yeah it's always getting picked on <laughs> is there like a china um elf crew or i guess it's all south pole is I mean, he is he in the north pole or the south pole he's Center? in the north pole okay but yeah. i feel like he would need help all over the world so he probably has like squads of elves every in every place yeah like specializing in different different cultures, different yeah. cultures and stuff. yeah yeah that, that would make sense that's a great story idea <laughs> And that was Fresh Creative's holiday store. Thanks for listening. It's like uh, <laughs> race relations are always on the, <laughs> always like very stressful around, yeah. around holiday season. You guys have any plans for the holidays? I'm just going home to the Bay Area. Nice. Yeah. I'm just going to hang out at the Grove. <laughs> mm. I have to go there every year. It's like Christmas threw up there. And it's amazing. It's pretty good. Uh, Are they doing the the fake snow this year again? Yeah, but we missed it because uh, I was really hungry, so I needed to get a burger. (laughs) (laughs) And there's this amazing burger place at the end that we discovered. And this woman named Willow, she's awesome, and she makes great burgers. So if you're ever at the Grove Farmer's Market, go to Charlie's and get a burger from Willow. Awesome. (laughs) Do we want to say we're... where we are recording in... Uh, oh, yeah. We have a special... We've commandeered in case you... Um, so last week, we recorded at Chris's place, and that's why you can hear all the cars going through. <laughs> Every single car. <laughs> <laughs> I was able to, I was able to you know, to edit some of it out. You could hear the, the dogs panting outside. <laughs> <laughs> it's The noise control was so terrible. But today, we've commandeered... I guess this is the 
podcast room for Blogilates. For Blogilates. Yeah. yeah. Cassie Ho. Cassie Ho. Thanks so much because man, th- we, we sound we sound good right now. So, yeah, this so is good. amazing. So good. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Cassie. Next week, next next episode, we'll be back in the the cars. But <laughs> for now, I know this episode's gonna spoil us <laughs> <laughs> with this space. Um, but you guys want to get down to it? Yes. All right. So, um, for those of you who haven't listened to our podcast before, every week we ask our audience for story prompts for us to flesh out into full fledged stories. And this week, we ask our audience to send us their best holiday pitches. So we we got a few good ones that we picked out. Uh, first one's from Rira, Twitter handle at Rira Boo. And her prompt goes, a rom-com adaptation of the song Last Christmas starring vampires. Now, you guys don't know the classic Christmas song, mm-hmm. Last Christmas, that they play at the Gap <laughs> on repeat while you shop for jeans. <laughs> uh, sing it for me real quick, Marvin. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. The very next day, you gave it, it away. away. Okay. Yeah. So it's a breakup song? Yeah. This year... To, to spare me, to, from? yeah, to save me from tears. Oh yeah, I'm giving it to someone special. Yeah, I think yeah. It's more of like a f u x yeah song. I have a new person in yeah, my life. Yeah, I got some new. <laughs> got it, got it. So with vampires, you know what just popped in my head is that um that mo- that series by um Taika Waititi, the uh, what we do in the shadows. Oh, oh. yes. <laughs> that movie's hilarious. <laughs> so good. Maybe it's a bunch of so vampires at work, like night shift at the Gap. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and they have to listen to that song. Yeah, <laughs> over and over. And then it plays into their like their actual. And it's like a couple of squabble. Let me ask yeah. you: Why are they working at the Gap? Do they need to make ends meet, or do they like the clothes? Um, I feel like it would be funny if they needed. To make ends meet you know like that's true like they're normal people they're just vampires they just happen to like be dead and need blood to survive <laughs> and are nocturnal but other than that they still have bills to pay they still need a roof over their head <laughs> what would be a more hilarious retail store to work at for them to work in what about vampires who work at we need it kind of de- we need it in the department store kind of um, arena right for Christmas, we don't have to. I feel like I just associate that song so much with the cap. Uh, yeah, that right. that came that popped in my head. You're right, you're right. <laughs> but you're it's right. not it's not necessary. I think having I like the idea of having like these fantastical creatures in like mm-hmm. mundane modern settings. I think that's yeah. just hilarious. Right? Yeah, it is. And if they're vampires, they have to it ha- it would have to be like a twenty four hour place, right? Yeah, because they would have to be working at night. Probably Walmart then. Oh, Walmart. Would that be better? That would be funny, Night Walmart. Like Walmart. a super yeah. Walmart. <laughs> and no one pays attention to people who work at Walmart, right? <laughs> and, and especially at night, not, you know, graveyard shift. Mm-hmm. That, it's all drunk kids, you know? That's where you would find vampires working <laughs> for to pay pay the bills. Pay the bills, yeah. Well, I, I kind of like that. That would be funny. Are they I'm thinking people? now, yeah, maybe. Especially in the Midwest. A fun thing to do is to go to the Meyer or the Walmart late at night and just mm-hmm. be obnoxious and for just drunk like kids. wander around. Yeah. Yeah, so who's going to notice stuff? a drunk kid that you know disappears for? <laughs> That's like so half true. Second. That's like the perfect. You know, they lose some blood. It's like, oh, he's fell. You know, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't think they're killing the kids. They're just like 
pulling him aside, pop him open, like drink some blood, <laughs> lean to go back. I oh my gosh, I'm sorry, I get so technical about this, but like, don't you only give the power of being a vampire to certain people? You kill the rest that yeah, you feed on, if, right? If you bite them and you don't kill them, you're they turn into them, a vampire. You're giving them immortality. In most cases, is that cases. how it works? Yeah. In most cases, yeah. If you bite them I and you they have to don't give die, them your blood. Or am I thinking of a different? You, I know that when you get bit and you, you don't get killed, you will turn into a vampire. Oh. Yeah, uh, the giving blood, I think, is maybe they work at. True is there blood. like a free clinic at Walmart where they can just like sure, extract the blood? <laughs> Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there, there are clinics. Maybe they do like the blood drive mm-hmm. there, and. Um, they that's their meal and every time there's the blood drive there's like half of the supply missing like yeah. we thought so many more people <laughs> came in uh, yeah i'm glad we went through this technical, okay. <laughs> this technical <laughs> discussion of vampires and how they turn <laughs> because you know we have the facts to all of that that's true <laughs> so um what i'm envisioning is maybe like a and it's a have you seen superstore Unfortunately, I have not. This is like terrible. a workplace comedy, workplace comedy, yeah. where like it's a bunch of vampires that work the night shift at Walmart, and mm-hmm. then they get a new manager, which is like someone's ex girlfriend or ex boyfriend. Mm. And then is the manager is, is or like is, is a new manager or is right. a new like new employee? Right, right, right. And so, Are, and they're all vampires, right? Yeah. Okay. Or like. Hmm. I like where you're going. I think vampires in a workplace comedy. Yeah, that'd be funny. Maybe. So we got to think about the the prompt, which is... A remake. A remake of the song, of right? The song. So maybe it's... Um, so it should be like a romance or some it should kind be, of or relationship. Or some sort of like love triangle, maybe? Yeah. Maybe it's um, the girlfriend or the boyfriend, the ex-girlfriend or boyfriend wants to be a vampire, but they got rejected last christmas Mm. and this christmas they're going for another one so it's like yeah because they all work together so maybe they know like this person's a vampire and they just kind of they're just like part part of the so this person's trying to so maybe okay 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 i got it i got it um so the vampire store clerk falls in love last year but because they didn't want to condemn or like make their girlfriend live in eternity as a vampire decides to break it off for her own good. Right. Right. And then, but this year he sees that she's going for another guy. Her new boyfriend is another vampire who like doesn't have those hangups. He's like just a, like a bro vampire. Right. Mm. And he's trying to stop them. He's like, no. Right. Right. Stop that bro stop. vampire from turning her into a vampire or killing her or killing her. Mm. Okay. I think that's, I, I, I like that. <laughs> I like yeah. that. I think that's that's a good start. Yeah, that's, that's a good start to that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, you had one uh, that was submitted to you by yes, uh, James. Uh, James Chen doesn't have a Twitter handle. James. <laughs> but uh, actually, I barely use my Twitter because I'm not quite savvy with it. It's <laughs> all right. Uh, here is the prompt. A young kid discovers that his recently deceased brother's soul has moved into a snowman and tries to keep the snowman alive. Hmm. I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. I, there's, 
I really there's such really a magical that. element to that, and especially growing up watching you know Frosty the Snowman. Um, I, think I love we could go. I love already where you're starting because they could have Frosty the Snowman is what the two brothers like grew up watching. Mm-hmm. And, and he could be an element of this world, like he could exist in this mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's snowmen coming to life, you know. Yeah, that's true. So is this? Um, I guess what, what setting should it be? Should it be like the Midwest, where the where the snowman would be a snowman for like a m- couple months? Or yeah, let's go somewhere north, somewhere cold. Like, yeah, or like is it like Tahoe, where it's like oh, it's a one day snowman. <laughs> <one season. laughs> I think I think I see the setup being you know like act one we're gonna have them being super close and he loses his brother and he's really sad and Mm -hmm. we establish like they like love building snowmen together and when he passes away uh this the spirit of his brother is basically like oh i can connect by inhabiting Mm -hmm. the snowman Mm -hmm. and um there's that kind of common thing that they grew up with like either being fans of What's his name? Jack the Snowman? Frosty the Frosty. Snowman. Jack the Whoa, Snowman. Chris. His brother Jack. His brother Jack. Yeah, he's like more like more, more punk. Yeah. Metal, you know? But <laughs> I think they have a lot of fun because it's like, oh my gosh, you're back as a snowman. And mm-hmm. it's like super, super fun. And yeah. then and then the, the, the reality. Know, the reality of, right. of, of, of like him the belonging. weather getting warmer. Yeah. Well, it could be like a Casper thing where it's like trying to help his brother let go, you know, Mm-hmm. No. Um, I also like maybe let's bring the parents into this narrative where the parents see because maybe the parents don't see the snowman come to life, right? The oh, they just like they definitely won't. So I, I they think. think the kid's going crazy, like mm-hmm. with grief, and like tries to like, put him like on medication or yeah. in therapy. Maybe they even become a threat to the snowman, where they're oh. like, "This is unhealthy. We have to destroy it." Mm. Yeah, that or like move him away and. Maybe he's afraid his brother won't be able to find him or something. Yeah. Right. Um, This could be fun. It's just, yeah. yeah. It's really hard. It could be very hard. This thing came together a lot faster than the Mm -hmm. (laughs) one. I also think there could, sorry. No, go for Um, it. Also like the world that um, his brother now exists in, like the, the spiritual or like snowman world, like that could also be something that maybe his, it's hard for his brother to leave, even though his, living brother wants him to return to the real world so maybe that's some conflict that they can see as well mm-hmm. like throughout the story like where each of them now belong yeah and you know whether they can go back to where they were or not. a heartwarming yeah. i can see this like you know making parents cry and kids laugh i nice heartwarming christmas tale <laughs> yeah you know one of my favorite 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 characters parts of frozen the movie was mm-hmm. olaf i thought oh, like that character was oh, yeah. so freaking funny and yeah fun. and it could be like that right this is what if like if elsa died in the beginning of the movie and came back as olaf <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> wow that would have been a totally different movie interesting <laughs> and really that could be fun <laughs> all right um we have one more holiday theme prompt, also from Rira, um, Twitter handle at Rira Boo. Um, she writes, movie title, I Saw Mommy Killing Santa Claus. <laughs> I think Porter really liked this yeah, one. Yeah, I really like Well, I'm, I don't know why I'm attracted to like horror and that those kind of stories. Um, I like being scared for some reason, even though I'm a big scaredy cat. I like (laughs) being scared. I like watching horror movies. I like listening to like ghost stories when I was growing up and stuff, you know? Um, but this, 
I just thought of so many things with this one. <laughs> I think I've watched too many movies, <laughs> but um, you know, the kid seeing mommy killing Santa Claus and then reveals kind of this whole like uh, backstory of his family history and um, their roles in, in this story where they have to protect people from Santa Claus. And Santa Claus actually isn't who they think he is. Um, maybe, you know, he does all these nice things and um, brings children toys and makes them believe in in all this magic and stuff because he needs that energy from them until a certain age. And then he comes and sucks it out of them. So like, you know, the age where kids stop believing in Santa Claus, maybe right. he builds them up to this point and it's great. Cause the kids, you know, believe in magic and they're like, you know, magic. happy right. and they're it's like that magic you know, energy. That, yeah. But then at the age where, you know, you remember you were like, well, I found out Santa Claus isn't real maybe he actually comes and sucks that out of them because it keeps him alive or oh, keeps his energy my going. Goodness. And this family has to stop him from doing that because they want to keep that magic, magic alive. Going. So they try to stop him before he gets to, before he, before kids get to that age and he comes and takes it out of them. But they also want him to be doing all of that up to that point because that's how it's created. That's how that magic's created. Was that too confusing? So no, are, are that makes like... total. <laughs> she just pitched us the entire movie. <laughs> are there like multiple Santa Clauses then? Um, because like mommy kills one. I right. think I think uh, I think every time he's killed, maybe another's created, and his power <laughs> starts at you know, like in video games, your power like goes back down to like the uh, the low level, and you have to like build it up again. So, so he needs more like energy to like keeping keep him in check. So yeah, get too powerful. Yeah, and so this makes sense to me. This world actually makes sense. It's like they, I, and I think it could be multiple Santas as well. Yeah. I like that. And, and we have to f maybe figure out why they're taking this energy. Like, what are they building or protecting or trying to well, I preserve? Think, I think you already hit on it. I think you said it. It's, uh, it's, the, it's the energy that keeps them going, keeps them alive, uh -huh. you know? Um, it, it keeps... It, that's what they... The, the, Quote-unquote, the Santas feed off of. Yeah. And, and it's, yeah. Yeah, and it's like this weird, almost symbiotic relationship between his mom and his family line that has to stop Santa Claus before he gets to that. So point. like they know like every 13 years they need to go hunt Santa Claus. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I see it as I'm, what I'm hearing is that they're a, a like a rebellion outfit that's mm -hmm. trying to, you know, keep the match, keep, keep them from taking all the magic from mm -hmm. the kids. Hmm. I'm kind of seeing they're like, they know that if the current Santa is allowed to like, become stronger and stronger eventually they'll like plunge the world into i don't know eternal mm -hmm. winter or something something bad will happen like some apocalypse like an ice age or something mm -hmm. so so they know that you know it used to be every every 50 years they go, have to go santa hunting but then because <laughs> because the population's hunting. been been uh -huh. increasing in the recent years now it's every every 10 years mm -hmm. and then maybe okay so this is where the conflict comes in Maybe this particular Santa, this like Santa the 253rd, is like especially cunning. Like mm -hmm. he's onto them. So he doesn't, he doesn't want to get hunted and killed. So it becomes like maybe they miss it. Maybe on the 10th year they miss Santa for that mm -hmm. year. And then now like they have to like, he crossed that threshold. So he'd be like, he's allowed to go hunting to like suck the energy for one more year. Mm -hmm. The world ends. 
So it becomes very like it. The stakes are high for this for this Santa hunt. Mm-hmm. That that's interesting. I so the world ends in 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 the idea that you're proposing. Well, if Santa's is that, allowed to, to suck the energy right. one more year, then right. he'll become unstoppable. Well, um, I that's interesting because when you think of like magic and the I guess the magic that we believe in. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we? Are we? It sounds like we're choosing this one. Is this the one we're going in on? Oh, not yet. Okay. I think we're still yeah, we we're, we're still brainstorming. We haven't decided. Yeah. <laughs> I like this one. This one's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, the way I see it is either world ends or we are in fact living the negative outcome of allowing Santa to steal the magic because, you know, um, the the popular kind of thought is that you know we believe in magic as kids. When we grow up as adults, we stop believing in magic. Mm-hmm. And that is that is the 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 negative outcome of allowing the Santas to steal the magic away from us as kids. Yeah, and so we're living. We've beca- we've accepted life. We've accepted reality for what it is. Oh, and, I like that. And that way, we'll never rise up against the whatever the Santas are. Yeah. So they've they're already winning. And yeah. What, so they they've already won because look because look at our world. Yeah, the adults of the world is. Is, um, Wait, so are Santa's like? Are they like the corporate overlords, or like they're like the <laughs> they're like the the elite? They're the one percent that's keeping like, everyone yeah. down. That would be so funny if that was them. If they were like the one percent of the richest people, and that's why they create this magic in children to harness it. It's almost like they're. It's almost like Harry Potter when oh you know my God, that's he's so like funny. he's like prepping him for the kill or whatever because he needed to keep him alive to this point. <laughs> I feel like that's what Santa Claus is doing with these kids. And then he sucks all the magic. So is this like the Matrix, but instead of like robots, it's <laughs> Santa's? Is this what we're creating right now? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I just did I just make a crazy idea? <laughs> all right. Um, let's let, let's decide on what, we're gonna, decide. what we're gonna do. Um, so we got vampires in Walmart, love triangle. We got we got brother and snowman, the uh, Christmas story, and we got um, Matrix with Santa's. <laughs> what was the title that uh, Rira? Um, uh, I saw pitched? mommy killing Santa Claus. What do you guys think? I'm. T- what do you guys think? I'm down for for mom kills Santa Claus only because. Yeah, I feel like we we had a lot of great ideas, <laughs> it, like and and we can build on that or put them together. You know. Um, Right. Really fast, I felt like. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> we always we are we're we're consistently choosing the more fantastical ideas every yeah, time. Yeah, I know. I think, it, <laughs> I think it just it's where our heads go. I think. <laughs> Although, I mean, all three were pretty fantastical. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. All right. So it sounds like we're going with I saw mommy killing Santa Claus. The, I no, guess that's just my thought. I mean, what do you guys think? Well, you already know I like it because I went crazy with it. But yeah, <laughs> and kind of two to one, no matter what. So I, I'm down with that too. <laughs> so it's a holiday special. We just do two ideas, we'll go real quick. I think we we're due for because like it's interesting because it started as a horror, right? Like Porter had a horror movie in mind, mm-hmm. but now I think we have some sort of like action, like epic. We totally do. You know, like and- yeah, and with some, you know. And creepy the, elements to it. I think we can yeah. at, have all of that. I think the world is due for like a 
Christmas. Like I'm envisioning some like Guillermo del Toro type of like oh, that world. Would, wow, yeah. the Santas are actually it. super creepy. Yeah, okay, right? like like Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, that yeah. monster in Pan's Labyrinth <laughs> with the eyeballs in its hands. Did you see that, Chris? Yeah, Pan's I did. Labyrinth. I did. It's amazing. That was so creepy. I mean, when you think about it, it makes sense, right? It's like mm-hmm. Santa is this like just supernatural being. It's like naughty or nice, um, mm-hmm. and he the propaganda machine that he engages in to sell him as like a really positive good character right because christmas has been taken over by consumerism right which Mm -hmm. is a corporate you know corporate greed to if you dig if you peel peel back the layers enough it's it's all comes from a greedy place right right so did we just expose are we in danger i don't know did we just expose the santa santa just dispatches like reindeer henchmen to come get us Porter, what have you There's done? There's gotta be Rainier Henchman, right? And like the For elves are like his like enforcers. Of course. Elves are known to be badass. What maybe uh, the elves are like the CEOs of like the top corporations, like Fortune Five Hundred is like just run by elves. Totally. Right. They're they're both the the, the CEOs and they're the the the, the, the heavies. They're yeah. the, mm-hmm. the enforcers. And these aren't like these aren't you know like the, the tiny keeper elves. These are like Tolkien elves, they're right. like fantasy. They all look good. They all look and regal. We and were sold on the propaganda. Like Orlando Bloom. Yeah, <laughs> they're all Orlando Bloom esque. Yeah, and we're sold on the idea that these elves are tiny and cute, so that we mm-hmm. don't we that it's it's all propaganda by yeah. by, by Santa's yeah. team, right? Oh this man, is good, we just this is good. opened up this. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I'm imagining this movie starts off with like, so the main character is probably like a teenager. Let's say like YA type of like. Kind of very young, just young wants teenager. To, just wants to like be independent. Yeah, and They're, I, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, I was gonna say, and his mom is like, everyone thinks he's a conspiracy nut because of all, because she knows the truth, mm-hmm. right? And I'm thinking that he already stopped believing in Santa Claus, and so when he sees his mom fighting Santa Claus, maybe she doesn't kill him yet. Maybe she's just fighting him, and he gets mm. away, and he catches her, and he's like his mind is blown because he already he already found out Santa Claus isn't real or like the magic was taken from him or whatever and now he's like what is going on I just saw Santa Claus <laughs> yeah the, maybe we open with his house coming under under attack because Santa finds out that maybe they're like the last descendants of yeah. like the Santa hunters mm-hmm. here's another angle in that to you know to stretch the character farthest from his because where does he grow if we if we start him out already lost having lost the magic? Okay. And his parents, if they're fighting to keep the magic, we should set him up as them being successful and him really. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, believing. You so know, Santa was there to take it from him, maybe. Right. Right. Oh, right, right. that's good. And they fought him off. Yeah. Uh, possibly that's just an idea where yeah. then he grows up, you know, and then in the journey of the story, he gets to a point where he's like, oh. Everything I known was, you know, even though I, I believed in the, I believed in the propaganda mm. version of, of mm. Santa, and now he realizes what it was all about, or something like that. Yeah, you know. Oh, I think that would be such a good opening, like, you know, the opening of movies where like kids are sleeping and they hear rustling, they're like, "Oh my God, reindeer on the roof!" And he's like sneaking out to see Santa Claus, and it's like so magical. And then you see like the boots, and he's about to like grab him or touch him. And then the parents, like, at the last minute, like, have all these cool-ass weapons and, like, grab their son back. And they're all, like, dressed up as, like, Matrix-like fighters, you know. And and then he's like, what's going on? And, and then, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. And then they fight, like, That would be such a cool opening elves. on the roof. 
And, uh, e- you know, each... Santa, I guess, I, he has the reindeers, right? That pull him. And each of the elves would probably ride their own, like, very sinister-looking reindeer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then so he gets... He gets... Um, I got an idea for you guys. Yeah, no, go. Uh, we start We start out sticking to the prompt where, you know, we... We're going to set up, like, the opening of this movie is going to be very Christmassy. It's going to be mm-hmm. full of Christmas spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to, like, turn on a turn on a dime where, you mm-hmm. know, it becomes very dark. We stick to the prompt where the mo- he catches his mom literally stabbing a Santa mm-hmm. and killing a Santa. And then his mom gets, um, she gets killed by elves, like, right <gasps> in the oh. first act. Oh, yeah. And then it becomes And then he a... gets rescued by, like, his, like, his crazy uncle or something who, like, Maybe his mom took him away because she doesn't want him involved in the fight anymore, the family yeah. fight. Right, right, right. And then he gets pulled back in. That's great. And then he has like this almost like vendetta to have revenge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, it's the balance of like, you need to believe in magic, but just don't believe in Santa and keep the magic alive. But, you know. Maybe Santa yeah. is not a person, but a title, right? Maybe after the Santa's killed, there's a power struggle within the Santa organization who succeeds, which of his sons become the next Santa. And then now there's like different, right, right, right. A different, uh, even like a, cause you know, in the matrix, even the robots have their own internal yeah, conflict. Yeah. So maybe that's a subplot too. Maybe the main character is part Santa. Maybe the mom <laughs> part elf. Or Santa. yeah, part part maybe Santa's are like the head elf, right? Yeah, he, he's like the head of the elves, right? So maybe he's part elf. His mom had an affair with like one of Santa's heirs or something, and had to go into hiding. And then this is Santa trying to find his like his lost grandson or something. That's pretty funny. And she's like, <laughs> he won't take him, and then and then he shows him like he tempts him, right? Because he'll tempt him like this is. This is what look look. Watch me take the magic away from these kids, and it's like powerful, and it's in, it's addictive, you know. And it's like maybe it, that's like, I feel like that's that's got to be maybe like the third act twist where he finds out who he really is. Yeah, yeah. That, and then like the the new Santa, the, it's like trying to convince him to come to our side, right? Mm-hmm. So he's torn between his family's mission and the and, Santa's and power, yeah, power, and power and money and yeah. control. And then maybe. Some of the kids that his family was able to protect and like save from Santa um, grew up to be like people like you know Elon Musk and stuff, like the great creators <laughs> and dreamers of the world, yeah. and dreamers. that's that's how the world could be. Um, you know, uh, I, I don't know. I You're just... right. You're right. Yeah, that's that's that uh, we we see like signs of success of them doing a good job of saving that that magical and that wonder in some adults so are like the good guys like the tech titans like they're disrupting the, the corporate status quo they're like the Meta- metaphorically i guess like it works yeah, i mean not the... just yeah not just them but like you know um like you mentioned uh the director guillermo del toro mm-hmm. like him too like his you know he's definitely a dreamer and you know those kind of because uh, um, Right, because what they do is they unlock, like they bring the magic back to people's imaginations. Yeah, right? and maybe, maybe it's because humans used to have magic, and it's, that it, gives them. Like, it's a common right. Yeah, it's, everyone has it, and it gives them like the powers to like you know, to create, but also to like shoot fireballs out their hands or something. 
Mm-hmm. And then the Santas are afraid of that. The elves are afraid of that. So I think we got the main character's journey, Martin, yeah. like you said. I, I really like that. You know, um, he's got to take his rightful place. He's got He's got a little bit of both different types of blood in him. He's got to choose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think... Um, he's like the chosen one. He's the chosen one, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And he... Uh, what else should we flesh out? Uh, we got we got the main journey. We got the we got the main yeah, journey. The, the world kind of maybe the world is. So there's this, always a, there's always a romance in a YA story, right? So mm-hmm. where's the romance coming from? Maybe one of the. So if we're going with the the Matrix, archetypes, the the Trinity, right? The the badass Santa hunter in like their their hideout that the uncle takes the main character to, and she uh, basically doesn't. Yeah, maybe she doesn't trust well, did this we guy. Decide, there's, some, there's some butting of heads. Did we decide if the main character is male or female yet? I guess we just decided that he's male since you guys kind of went towards like the love interest being a girl. Mm. What did the prompt say? I saw mommy killing Santa Claus. Oh, I saw mommy. Oh, it could be yeah. guy or girl. Yeah. I feel like YAs typically have like girl protagonists, right? Yeah. So boy trinity. Br- boy. Brinity. Boy, boy <laughs> trinity, yeah. <laughs> He'd be like he'd be like the the who's the who's the cool guy from Hunger Games, the Gale. I was trying to figure out who was cool in Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't remember anyone. From yeah. Hunger Games. <laughs> um, okay, so already on his side, romance, uh, badass. Okay, so we got the we, we got a little bit of the romance. We got the main journey. Mm-hmm. And we got the big twist, right? The big twist is yeah. that he is, or she is, she part is Santa. part of the yeah part, part elf Santa. or Santa, yeah, or elf. I guess elves. If Santa is the title, is it the elves that get elevated to Santa status? Yeah. So I think it would it would also sound better if she was like part elf, like like that is their like that. their like race or species is is elf, and the title is Santa. Santa Maximus. Yeah, Santa's like their Caesar. <laughs> yeah. <You> know, yeah. <laughs> Santa Supreme. <laughs> Santa Supremo. Supreme Santa. Supreme Santa. I anoint thee, Supreme Santa. Yeah. We can show that, like this grand ceremony in this like this like palace in the North Pole. Right, right. <laughs> I, I, I love this. It's fun. Good job. I, I like where you I, I like where you took us oh. on this journey. <laughs> Um, what else do we got to work out? Do we do we all work? Do we? I think we got put the it all gist together. Of it. We yeah. got the gist, right? Yeah. We just have to kind of clarify it and lay yeah. it out. I think one of the remaining things is the the setting. Right. Um, do we want like? Is there going to be a maybe a magical world that the world like a Harry Potter kind of magical world that we don't see, or is it going to take place in the real world where? Um, I think real world, real right? world. Because yeah, I think it would exist. In the these real are all world. elves hiding in plain sight. Uh huh. You know. Yeah. And then, do you see them journey like a, a mini journey in the third act? They end up in the North Pole, and it just—it's visually—it's just like it's nothing what they ever expected. It's like we think of North Pole and Santa, and it's like really fun and cute, but it's like a very intimidating Mordor. It's Mordor. It's more. <laughs> it's more, it's, more, it's <laughs> yeah. a. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> I kind of see. And the I, eye is like, well, I just, you know, Santa is all seeing, and he's supposed <laughs> to like see all, her, oh all my. who are good or bad, and it's just a huge giant eye. <laughs> <laughs> just oh. Santa's eye sees Santa's all. Santa's eye sees knows if you've been naughty or nice. I wanted to share uh, 
I know I wanted to share kind of how I relate to the Santas mm-hmm. in this world because I used to uh, have, I, where I grew up, there were just ant colonies everywhere. Um, every species of ant uh, w- um, lived where where I grew up. So I would go to these little colonies and I would, st- my brother and I would start build- building, we would use little pebbles and rocks and make a city out of, on top of an ant colony. And we would like, you know, make little buildings and streets and roads and like a, um, it would all be topped off with a, uh, sac- um, a, uh, what do you call like a, a temple where you go and worship? Um, a temple? W- maybe where you sacrifice something for the gods is there I mean, a word a, for that an altar or altar a, a, a sacrificial i guess altar yeah. so anyways there was everything <laughs> there was like all the regular stuff which is roads and buildings and we would build it on top of the colony and they would you know it's supposed to be like you know we we we're, we're like the gods and we built them their city and then it would have a sacrificial altar and then we would um, take like leftovers from lunch or dinner, like little pieces <laughs> of meat, and we would like leave it on the altar for them. And then we would be like, "Worship us! <laughs> <laughs> we we provided for you. Worship us! You want to be god of the ants? God of the you ants? You want to be Ant Man? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but I got a little taste of what it was like to be a god <laughs> through that experience. <laughs> and that's what you believe, Santa. And feels that's what, like. yeah, Santa's yeah. want power, right? Yeah, yeah. That, he's a, so it's like he like I bring you presents. Worship. Yeah, worship me. Believe in me. <laughs> and then they do something wrong and I'd be like, "Why aren't you doing what I want?" And then I would destroy their I would destroy their city. Uh, <laughs> I was a very lonely child. I think maybe Okay, so I'm envisioning this as like the next epic trilogy, maybe like every Christmas it releases. And um we don't see the North Pole until the third movie. Oh. Right? The first one is just maybe um so eventually the main character she'll get captured and then she'll be offered a choice, right? So the first, the first movie would be like in one of the let's say like McDonald's headquarters or something like the the top floor of the CEO's office, and then basically, basically it ends with her her deciding to fight for the people and having resolved to like to avenge her her mother and to take down the Santas, right? And then the second movie is like the dark middle chapter where, I don't know, um, they suffer a big loss, um, but then they get resolved. They like something, they have a breakthrough. And the third one is like the assault on the North Pole. <laughs> that, that make, that's, that's a really good, that's a really good structure. I like that a lot. Yeah. The North Pole is going to be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the idea that it's not what we expect at all. Not like all white and beautiful and. It's like lava. It's like, how is there lava in the North Pole? Is it supposed to be freezing? (laughs) Well, I was going to say it's either lava or um, like even even the snowmen, like sentinels are like very scary and intimidating. Yeah. They look all fluffy and round from the outside and then the the fluffy snow falls off Mm -hmm. and they're like very angular, um, like ice ice-based mm-hmm. kind of sentinels. Ice yeah. yeah. Yeah, like from Battlestar Galactica, but made of ice. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Okay. Um, so are we going to try to pitch it back to each other? Yeah. I well, think... let's come up with a title, right? Oh, right. It's, um, is it I Saw Mommy Killing Santa Claus? It's a funny title. Yeah. I think that'd be like episode one, I Saw Mommy Killing Santa Claus. Oh, right. Um, 
Santa Hunter. That sounds funny to me. Yeah. Yeah, Santa Hunter. Santa Hunter Chronicles. Ooh, the Santa Hunter Chronicles. I saw mommy killing Santa Claus. Chapter one. Is it, <laughs> is it chapter one? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like the the first Lord of the Rings is called Fellowship of the Rings. So this is mm-hmm. I saw right. mommy killing Santa Claus. Right. Maybe every every episode or every chapter will be a play off of a common Christmas carol. Ooh, I like that a lot. So like chapter three will be like Silent Night. Oh yeah. Ooh, that sounds so yeah. ominous. Yeah, when, now. when they go to like the, <laughs> the North Pole or yeah, when they have that final battle. Oh, and the second one, the dark chapter is called Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Ah. <gasps> scary! <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> yeah. Porter, you you seem deep in thought. What are you thinking? You have some no, thoughts. No, I was just trying to think of different titles, but um, Santa Hunter is very catchy. <laughs> Santa Hunters. Yeah. Yeah, Santa Hunters. Santa Hunters. Santa Hunters. Yeah. All right. So, Fresh Creative presents Santa Hunters. I saw mommy killing Santa Claus. Ho ho ho. <laughs> <laughs> so our story opens with, or so yeah. Let's let's summarize. Do you want to take a stab or you, how do you feel? You want to take a... Okay. So we so the movie starts out, so we're thinking this is a trilogy. And yeah. um, it's going to be called Santa Hunters or the Santa Hunter Chronicles. Um, like so the first, the first book or chapter, um, the movie opens with a very magical white Christmas. You know how we imagine it, kids hearing footsteps on the roof. And thinking it's Santa Claus and sneaking out to take a look. And then they see um, someone dressed in red and they're so excited. And right when they're about to reach out and um, and meet Santa Claus, which is every kid's dream, uh, suddenly there's all these high-tech weapons that whip out and pull her back, the main character. And it's her mom, who her mom and a couple other warriors dressed as pretty badass warriors, like Matrix-style warriors, and um, they f- have a fight with Santa Claus and his elves, and um, uh, at the end of the fight, the mom kills Santa Claus, but also gets killed by his elves, and so we realize that Santa might not be what we think he is. <laughs> so uh, they're about to capture the main character, and at the last minute, her kooky uncle swoops in and rescues her and takes her away uh, to where do we decide he took her to the Just hunters like the, HQ the hunters okay. headquarters the hunters like hidden village headquarters yeah. okay and so she learns like her family uh, heritage and that she's a descendant of Santa hunters because Santa actually um, creates this magic in children and builds it up until they're a certain age and then comes and sucks out the magic from them. And that's when children stop believing in Santa Claus. And he needs this magical energy to fuel his empire, um, which is also also consists of the major corporations of the world that we live in and the top 1%. <laughs> um, so... Uh, that would also include all the propaganda of Christmas and shopping and all the money that's going into this industry. So she learns all this and um, starts training to be a Santa hunter by her uncle and uh, her extended family. So from there, help me, Chris, she's going to go. So she's found out everything, a little bit of everything. Yeah. And, um, uh, 
Uh, they did you talk about training yet? Yeah, she's yeah. so she's training now. She's and training. She's maybe becoming a Santa hunter. I guess maybe mm-hmm. on the first mission she gets captured, or she gets captured somehow. Oh yeah, right? okay, yeah, that's what we brought up. That she gets captured and and she gets taken to the <coughs> elves headquarters, right? Um, and then we learned that the elf species or race, it's not, you know, the cute little elves we think about, but it's actually like, uh, Orlando blooms. Yeah. Orlando blooms. Um, (laughs) evil, a lot of them, evil Orlando blooms, uh, and their top person or like Caesar, you said is Santa. So that's more of a title and the top elf is Santa. So, um, you know, even after her mother killed that Santa Claus at her house, another Santa stepped up to the rain and, um, and maybe they have their internal conflict of who is supposed to, to get that title. And they want to draw her to their side because she, she still has that magic. Santa wasn't able to take it out of her. And her magic is actually very powerful because she is part elf. Either her mom had an affair or we never brought up her dad. So maybe she never knew who her dad maybe was. Maybe her dad was the crown prince mm-hmm. of Santa's and mm-hmm. she's the rightful heir. Yeah, that's a good that's a good thing to bring into the mix. Like maybe she's the rightful heir and either this elf wants to bring her to power or use her um, to claim it for himself. Mm, and Nice. And so... I like that twist. Yeah, so she's conflicted now but i think she sees the world from when she was a kid and now where we're fueled by greed and merchandise and propaganda and she's like no like we need to keep the magic alive we need to preserve this in children and have it last as long as possible and flourish maybe into greater things when they're adults so um she decides not to join them Mm -hmm. and to fight them and join the rebels basically yeah join the rebels which was her descendant family like mm. descendants yeah. and family right um cool and then the i guess the last movie if we're doing a trilogy the last movie would be the great battle of her you know honing her skills like gathering her team and going to the headquarters which we the north pole the north pole which we said was actually not very like the north pole we imagined but more Basically. like Mordor yeah. more in the Lord of the Rings. And I see Mordor, yeah. Yeah. With the eye of Santa. The eye of Santa seeing all the good yeah. and bad children in the world. Yeah. It would literally look like hell froze over. Yeah. Yes. That's like the visual. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Nice. Yeah. Dude, we got a great story. <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to just do the, an opening, but okay. I, I love the idea of opening on a white Christmas. Christmas lights. This neighborhood is like the neighborhood you drive down. It's like that Christmassy. Mm-hmm. Every house is decorated. It's be- except for like everything's beautiful. Everything's beautiful. Everything's perfect. And then we get to the one house on the street that's not decorated at all. And when we meet our main character, she resents her parents for not letting, not doing Christmas trees and presents. And Christmas time for them is like, you know, um, spending time together, quality time together, maybe telling stories or it's like about quality time and family. And she resents it because everyone in her class is getting presents and doing Christmas parties. And that's great. And, and she, and basically she says like, I hate you. I, I hate you, mom. Like, I can't believe like something like you, you don't believe in Christmas magic or whatever. And her mom like snaps at her and says, I never said never. I never said stop believing in magic. Just don't believe in like Santa and Christmas. That's not, you know, that's not what it's about. That's That's great. I like that a lot. And, um, and then we, and then, you know. And we, that also adds to her internal conflict because her 
almost her last moments with her mom was that argument yeah. before she wakes up to that battle yes, between her mom yes. and Santa. And you know what would be cool for an opening is like this one house that doesn't have Christmas decorations. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we see bars on the chimney. <laughs> like security great. bars on the chimney yeah. on the outside and the inside. Yeah. You guys, I think we got a hit here. I think we have this yeah. is like the next great like Christmas fantasy adventure action epic. I, I know. We have so much it. these stories are so fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Awesome. Well there you have it. That's I saw mommy killing Santa Claus. Thanks, Rira. The Santa Killer Chronicles part one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Santa oh, Hunter oh, Chronicles. Santa, Santa Hunter? Santa Hunter Chronicles. Oh, Santa Hunter, yeah. The yeah. Santa Hunter Chronicles, part one. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> nice. I love it. All right, thanks so much for joining us again. Um, this was Marvin, Chris, and Porter. And yeah, keep sending send us, us great yeah. ideas, man. We love, we just love creating. We just yeah, love this is a lot of fun. Them. Porter, let's draw something for this. I know, I was thinking like you could... Do so many cool drawings for this yeah, story. Can't um, wait. Well, my drawings are not cool, but it'll be funny. No, I loved the last ones you did. Um, yeah, yeah, we we have man, a lot with this story. I don't to know how to top this, man. <laughs> I'm excited for the other holidays coming up now, like yeah. St. Patrick's Day, <laughs> Valentine's Day. Like, uh, yeah, I think we've um, been like because uh, SOS was pretty good, Super Organized was pretty good, <laughs> but I gotta say, Santa Hunter Chronicles is is gonna is my new favorite. The, I know the, the order too. of the, the what was the first one? Order of the Potter of the Potter. Potter. It was oh, pretty yeah. damn good too, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have been doing a lot of fantastical ones. Um, well, we like what we like, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Um, thanks again. But yeah, thanks again. This will be our last episode for 2016. But we will see you in 2017. We have some big plans, you know, guests, more art, and you know, more fantastical stories, or maybe some mundane ones. Maybe <laughs> we can we can go. We, I mean. The second okay. one, Overqualify, was pretty pretty grounded, I thought. Yeah, yeah. that was a really fun one, too. Yes. Okay, cool. Now, we already made four stories. There's more to come. Wow. Wow. Yeah, wow. thanks for listening, everyone. This has been a really great start to our podcast. Yeah. And happy holidays. Happy yes, holidays. Happy, happy holidays. New Year. And we'll see you in 2017. Watch out for Santa. Watch out for Santa. Wow. No, we got to watch out for Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. And thanks for listening to Fresh Creatives. This podcast was produced and edited by Marvin Yue and hosted by Marvin Yue, Chris Din, and Porter Young. Our theme song is Invisible World by Paul Date. And remember, you can also submit a story idea for the team by filling out the submission form found on our Facebook page and Twitter profile. This podcast is a proud member of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a collective of podcasters and podcasts featuring unique voices and stories from the Asian American community. You can learn more about the collective as well as check out other podcasts hosted by Asian Americans by going to the website podcastpotluck.com. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time.